0: Greetings, travelers!
1: Greetings, travelers! It's the mighty Mark and Erica in 14 February. <laughs> I'm becoming operatic. I hope you. I, hear I, that. I, I was about
0: to say, I, you know, have you been training? Is that what's been going on? It's
1: no, but funny, funny part of Erica history. My mom was an opera singer. Oh wow! So yeah, that yeah, that means nothing at all for me, but my. Well, yeah, yeah.
0: Really right. I remember it was an interview. One guy at uh, one time was asking, Was I a photographer? And I said, Well, my uncle was. And he's like, Well, what does that do with you? And I said, Nothing, but I just thought it was cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, but, oh my uh, gosh,
0: we're getting near the end of 40 in February.
1: We are two Every more season. episodes and we're done
0: we've done uh a lot of monsters we've done a lot of psychic we've done some uh witchy stuff we've done a little bit of everything we did gosh we've we've done all the all the subjects i I think though our friend X is a little let down because we've been a little light on one subject
1: that's true and um Mark's going and that's like his favorite off, so it's
0: his favorite subject so we Met this wonderful individual at one of our appearances, at one of our convention appearances, uh, back at the the Mighty uh, Megacon, I believe.
1: Yes, the and, Mighty uh, Megacon.
0: And this wonderful gentleman came up to us and told us his story. And I was familiar with his story a little bit because I had seen a uh, Disclosed TV uh, episode about it. So I was like, oh my gosh, we've got to have this guy on the show uh thankfully he agreed to come on and tell us his side of things so i am very happy uh this man is an artist a musician and a super talent and uh and then he's also an experiencer so we are going to talk about his experience and without further ado let's bring on the great adam hutton
2: Woo! Woo! thank Love you that. guys so much thank you very much Simon, way, way to lay out the red carpet yeah that's i a appreciate lot of build up. that that and was awesome. i
1: point now because, <laughs> wow,
2: I, I, I do my best. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Guys we want to we make you
0: feel welcome. We want to so. make you feel welcome. I appreciate that.
1: So let's talk a little bit about your history. Let's start there. How does that sound?
2: Okay. I'm a Florida-born native. I've been here my whole life. Um, never really lived outside of the, like, I guess a couple square miles from certain roads. Um mm-hmm. I had a pretty normal childhood. Got a brother, older brother, older sister. I'm the youngest of th- about three. Um, nothing really too crazy growing up or anything. Pretty pretty average childhood. You know, looking back as a as an adult and things I know now, those experiences and everything kind of makes a lot more sense. Like when it, when things were happening at the moment back when I was a kid, it never really. Uh, made a lot of sense to me I never really thought too much of it you know um but nowadays it's like okay there's I'm seeing a lot of these weird coincidences like uh, there's a there's a timeline and if there's things adding up to just like man that was weird how that happened and that led me to I guess research more of like universal synchronicities and um kind of I don't want to say it's destiny or anything like that because it seems like that's such a surface level of explaining it you know there's so much deeper rooted you know things that go into that so um i didn't really get involved into a lot of this until my big main experience in 2012 which is what uh disclosed tv um was one of the first people i ever reached out to as far as uh flat out Plain as day, all the experience, you know. Having the the metal band uh, was one way to express the story and experience without ridicule, because it became theatrical. And I can touch base on that in in a little bit too. Yeah. I know. I know everyone's wanting to hear the juicy, the juiciness. No,
0: we 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 like the build up. We like the
1: (laughs) Total build up because you have such an amazing story so we get a lot of listener tales for people who experience things and Mm -hmm. tell us of their experience but yours has so many more it's like a parfait as um, yeah, yeah it's it's, a, there's
0: layers here
2: there's layers
1: like, <laughs> like an onion <laughs> like an onion like an onion i, I like parfait better so i'm gonna because everybody loves parfait i'm allergic so, to
2: onions oh uh, so, uh, yeah so, so no
0: onions So oh, i got you no onions <laughs> but uh yeah no onions and garlic for me please uh allium ar- allergies are a real thing uh but no Absolutely. let's let's go back all right so you're talking about synchronicities right things that have <sighs> you know that happen and then it's like wait all right, well, then why did this happen? Well, oh, it happened, and this happened at the same time. And mm. we love that stuff because that's when, when when we're digging into things and I suddenly discover, oh, man, you know, this this happened here. So let's talk a little bit about that before we get into the big the big event. What was the first one you kind of noticed?
2: The big one right off the bat was, I mean, obviously, my birthday is 11-11. Um, so right off the rip, I'm snake-eyed Scorpio or whatever, anything, you know, depending on what you believe. So that was just right up the rip. I was like, okay, that was, that's something a lot of, I've already had seeing, you know, numbers and, you know, repetition of patterns show up, whether it be numerical or artistically. Uh, The biggest one that ever stood out to me now and looking back was the passing of my father. He had passed away a month before my son was born and my son was born on my father's birthday, which is 1229, 2014, to go to the year some so it's weird, like having that like reminder, you know, soul for a soul kind of thing, the, the transfer over, like the grieving process mixed with having, a, you know, a child, you know, it was just such such a weird like, okay, maybe that was kind of meant to happen, you know, for one of the most difficult things in my life, but one of the most beautiful things coming out of it. So it was that's, that's one of the big coincidental things. And then there's other trickling web things that I guess come from that. Um, but that one is the mo- monumental coincidental like that I, I look back on awesome wow. sorry I'm oh. a little shaky too I don't know if it's the coffee or it's, I get I get a little worked up talking about it Um uh, no.
1: yeah <laughs> trust me so do I I get really freaked out so you're good don't worry. Okay.
0: <laughs> you're, you're among friends here so awesome no judgments no 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 nothing so we and we have all the how many people tell us now we know this sounds crazy but you know, and that's, we're like, yeah, we understand, we, but we believe you. That's why we're here.
2: Right. We I have you. no reason to, I mean, death records are there and birth certificates yeah, are there. So exactly. it's not like, it's These not things. like I can really make up that stuff. I, you know, this is my mug that my daughter got me, my, you know, other kid. Uh, yeah. So it's like, uh, that's my whole persona. I, everyone knew, like, I was the dad in my group. I was the first of our friends to have kids Everyone knew my father. It was, that's why I go by Datum, you know, for Datum and Designs and, and everyone just calls me dad now because, you know, nicknames get shortened and everyone makes their, their things up. So <laughs> it just kind of stuck.
0: That's a good one. I like it. Very so,
2: cool.
0: all right. So you've had some unusual things happening throughout your life. Just little, little segments like that. Mm. And then let's, let's go ahead and go to 2012. And let's tell everybody uh, about that day.
2: I guess you can kind of say it started, you know, where I wound up in that position. I would I would have to start a little bit before that to kind of paint a foundation. Yeah. Um, I had recently just lost my job. Uh, it was, I was uh, living in an apartment with my fiance at the time. And that apartment was also, you um, being rented to me by my boss so it was like a kind of a monopoly in a way like
1: oh wow i, I lost
2: my job and my place because i couldn't afford my place because i lost my job and so we wound up moving in with her uh, parents and i was young i was dumb just right you know wanted to take advantage of the fact that i didn't have a job and breathe for a little bit you know and i i, I kind of you know just wasn't really focusing on money and you know i was i was slipping so me and my buddy, we just were out riding our bikes. Like, you know, we would ride along the uh, Pinellas County Trail um, up and down. And we would, I guess, for a reason to do it, we would call ourselves chemtrail hunters because we would go out and take pictures of the sky. And there was a lot of these weird aerial phenomena that were happening around this time, um, whether it be chemtrails casting shadows in the wrong direction of the sun um you know Kembo showing up in really weird places just a lot of I mean we're already getting dumped from all the chemtrail stuff and that's a whole different story but with with Florida being a UFO hotspot I mean not knowing this until later on um it makes just a lot more sense you know McDill Air Force Base you got, you got you got a lot of of sightings whether or not they're legitimized or you know either way so we just decided to, to take pictures. We would post them on our Instagram, you know, get connected with a lot of the, the chemtrail community. And of course that came with a lot of the, the tinfoil hat people, and, you know, you, you get a lot of interesting things and, um, which is okay. You know, that's, that's, that's how that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and that was before we even really dug down the rabbit hole, getting into, you know, the aliens and, and uh government cover-ups black budget projects
0: real quick we'll pause for a second and we'll talk okay. about you know mcdill and the hotspots. i mean that's one of my areas of expertise i was in st petersburg for a long time uh, about 30 years mm-hmm. and mcdill was known to be uh, a testing ground right it's not right. area 51 it's not out there but when they were at that next step they would bring the planes over to mcdill before they would go and deploy them all over the world mm-hmm. and you know at centcom their national headquarters is there uh, amongst right. other things
2: yeah because i thought a lot of that stuff from area 51 a would come down to mcdill and then they'd go right up to ohio
0: and they go right up to right pat yeah exactly yeah, yeah. right pat, pat or mcdill yeah. those are the three and then area 51 mm-hmm. that's the three you know major locations and um there were reports of you know some deltas which are you know the flying wings that we still don't know if they really do exist or not right uh, and and some of these other things so mcdill yeah has a lot of strange stuff in the sky there is beautiful because it's tampa bay you've got the gulf stream you've got the jet mm-hmm. stream you've got all that mixing so we get a lot of really cool weather phenomena. that's why it's the lightning capital of the world amongst other things so it's the perfect area for this stuff it's a breeze absolutely place. so all right and- so you're
2: you're traveling, you're taking pictures. Yeah, just ride, riding our bikes, being, you know, 18, 19, 20. I, it was around that time, I can't even remember. I, I could figure out my age doing the math, but, you know, that's one that's one extra step <laughs> I don't want to do. So we, we had ridden along the Pinellas County Trail, heading, I guess, south, southeast, and uh, we come across Seminole Boulevard, which is where the experience happened, and we come across this murder of crows, and it's nothing I've really ever seen. I've, I mean, I've seen birds down here before; they migrate. You know, we're, we're the south, and you know, a lot of a lot of other different types of birds and species and parrots and things like that. But this wasn't necessarily them flocking. It wasn't like they you could see them flowing in one direction. They were, they, you know, they were sporadic and it, it, they were all over the place. It was it was wild. It seemed like it was it wasn't even real. Like, so I remember just taking out my phone and just filming it. And that's where the footage came from. And as we're filming it, um, I just remember just like giggling and then it felt like water was dripping on us. Like we felt wet. So consciously I'm like, okay, maybe it was bird poop. Maybe these crows are everywhere. You know, they're lined up down the power lines. They're there. You can zoom in in the video where I do zoom in. And you could just see it's it's just clutters of them. They're just everywhere. They're, they're not flocking. There's just, in my personal opinion, I've, I believe that something was affecting the geomagnetic atmosphere, causing, you know, a lot of this, just, just them to just scatter, you know, and that's been in sci-fi movies now. I don't know if that's preconditioning for a lot of the things that people witness when it comes to birds and things like that. Uh, or if it's supernatural, I know we live in Florida, it's there's a lot of indian burial grounds. I don't know if there's something that's hidden or being covered up in a certain way, you know, there's the, all those theories and everything. But in the video, as you can see, it's it's all raw. I haven't this was before I got into video editing and so there, you know, I c- I can't really have someone be like, "Oh, well, he edited the video." Well, there's no way I could have. I, I posted it before I was able to even get into that kind of thing, and my phone became corrupt about two days after this happened. And it was a brand new HTC. You know, my my uh, ex fiance's mom had purchased it for me because I lost my job, so she was trying to get me, you know, back on the in the groove. So I'm, it's a nice camera. That's why I was going out taking pictures of the sky, and you know, just the reason for that. And so it, that's it, it. Was corrupted like two days after. She was so pissed at me. I remember just her being really really upset. I'm like I'm sorry, I didn't really do anything wrong. I don't know. I've never seen a phone really corrupt that way. Like the file couldn't, you know, open, so I didn't have the original file, but I was able to save it the original file to my computer before the corruption happened. So I still have that original raw file. As I said, we felt water. I I remember getting struck with this like the stiff like hit to my stomach to my chest it's really hard to explain it was it was like for like you know how before you throw up you can get that salvation. you know you can kind of be like oh oh it's coming there was no there was no pre-warning signs it hit like like it was like a beam you know and I and I I, I stress beam because I know there's now obviously in the now that I've Look back. And I'm like, wow. Right. There's electromagnetic beams that they can do that can cause your heart to fail and cause your stomach. You know, there's pulses that can radiate out of these towers. You know, it's things that coincidental. Was it was it the 5G tower that was affecting the geomagnetic atmosphere? Was it the thing in the clouds that's made the video skip? You can hear the audio clip, and then it it's like minutes went by or like even longer time went by because the sun's down even further. The crows are gone, you know, and we're, I'm looking over at him. We were both throwing up and I'm, I'm going in and out of this, uh, the hit of throwing up, trying to, trying to hold my camera up. Cause I, I don't know why I'm throwing up. You know, it's, it was, I it was like, a, at that time, you know, zombies were really big in the pop culture. So in my head, I'm like, creating these scenarios of like what's going on I'm trying to trying to get back out of it i can he's throwing up and i don't even know why he's throwing up so i i was i i don't know what was really going on it happened within that span of the of the footage which is only if i remember like seven eight minutes long you know and most of that's us just freaking out about the crows and then it cuts me off i said dude we're getting and then i i just it just vomit, like, profusely. like. So, this is where it gets really, really interesting, because this was the most ridicule I've gotten for the specific part. Oh. The parasites. And I want to say a parasite, because that's the best way I can explain it. The feeling of it crawling in and out of your, your like, nasal cavity, and, you, like, underneath your teeth,
1: ah, the back of the jaw, oh, oh. It, it was...
2: It was, it, it would go down the neck and I'm shaking thinking about it. Because I got chills. This this is, yeah.
1: Oh, I have other feelings right now. You want to talk about vomiting? Oh yeah. I'm sorry.
2: <sighs> <laughs> nope. No, no, um, I ain't. no. That's this, what we want. This is, this is still 12, 21, 2012. Coincidentally right. the day the Mayan calendar ended. Yeah. Right. So there's, I don't know about that, If that is linked to anything. Um, it just goes back to that universal synchronicity was this, Was there a reason for all those chemtrails in the sky? What were they covering? Was there something beyond the sky? You know, and it wasn't until someone had brought up the 5G tower in the background or the radio tower that I started thinking about that. And then I went down that rabbit hole, but to stay on topic along, you know, I'm I'm sorry, I guess this is all on topic, but um, there was, there was, it was blacking out in and out of, of vomiting, you know, you can hear, you can hear my friend throwing up. And as I'm coming to, like finally, like spitting out the shit in my mouth, (laughs) you know, um, I I obviously I check myself. We're not covered in any bird poop. We're not wet. Like we had presumed we thought we were like I in my head. I'm like, okay, maybe it was a bird flu, something. We got instantly sick. You know, it was in the air, but I'm fine now. And I look over to my friend um, and we're currently no longer friends. This was a debt over a decade ago. But uh, I, I, his his story is just as wild. I mean, he went to the hospital, found his parasite, broke it on the roof of his mouth with his thumbnail, instantly started vomiting as his body reaction to I guess this Better. biological like thing that's in our body. So that was his experience when he finally broke his, and that was months later because it kept affecting him, and, mm. and we could just we could feel it going in and out of our teeth in this first experience that was all i really ever experienced was it going in and out of my teeth you know that that and i remember looking over to him and he and you see it in the video he's just like dude it's still doing it like i and that's weird because i didn't even ask what is it doing because i knew what it was doing right you know i could feel it too and i'm like dude we we gotta get off this bridge We, we gotta we gotta run i don't really i couldn't understand what was going on you know it was it was very 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 scary you know, yeah. especially to have both of us happen at the same time, to have the glitches in the video that I can't remember, like, if that, what had happened with audio clipping, because you know, time is, is irrelevant, and it's just, like, can they stop time? It's, it's just so many yeah. questions that I have, but how did they get this inside my body is basically the main question, and, and why can't I remember it? so that was that experience missing
0: time is so common in all of this and (laughs) we we hear it all the time
2: but for them to be able to edit the video like that if that was the case an eight minute solid long one take Uh, video and then and and halfway through it or in that mark where you can hear it and you can even see the glitching like of the camera stop the audio cuts for like a second and then and then I, I, put the camera back up to the sky and there's nothing. There's, there's like very small amount of crows. Like it, like it was like, right. Oh, it's come and gone. The sun's way lower. You know, I go home yeah, I freak out. I, I, I lose my shit. I, I mean, my fiance is already kind of freaking out on me cause I lost my job. So, you know, I'm like, shit, how do I t- explain this to her? My buddy went home. He's, he's still losing it. You know, he, he didn't yeah. know what the hell happened. We didn't text each other. It was like, it was like, well, we got to go home and and just decompress what just happened because we got to figure it out.
1: Oh, my gosh. First of all, I'm just reeling, so that's what's happening. But we have to take a break, and I can't believe I have to say that at this point because it's like, oh
2: uh, no, no that's just, This what is exactly
0: where we need to take the break. <laughs> that, is, so,
2: that, that is pretty much the premise of the first main experience debuting in the 12-21-2012
1: okay
2: okay all right
0: well we will be right back ladies and gentlemen so listen to those sponsors take yourself a nice little break yourself and we will be right back
2: i know i need a breath
0: (laughs) (laughs) the sweltering heat of the florida sun breaks as a chill runs down your spine a dark shadow looms from a nearby tourist trap Didn't expect to find this kind of shade in Florida. If only there was some sort of travel guide to steer you through the spookier locales. Well, you're in luck, reader. Join author Mark Muncy and Carrie Schultz as they lead you through the darkest locations in the Sunshine State in creepy Florida. Available from History Press and at fine bookstores everywhere.
1: Prepare to be devoured. The Wolves of Wharton is a six-part complete book series by Erie Travels producer, Bo Lake. It has been called dark and visceral, steamy, dramatic, and a fresh take on the werewolf mythos. If you like action, adventure, a large serving of body horror, and some steamy relations, the Wolves of Wharton series is for you. Pick it up wherever books are sold or at linktree.com slash bow underscore underscore lake. We're back. And yeah. I'm thoroughly freaked out and never going to sleep again. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, welcome
2: that, to Adam. welcome to my life.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, Erica, we, you know, we are down the rabbit hole. So I
1: know, and you did this on purpose. So just I, have... I
2: purposely did not warn you about this one. So I know.
1: I... I'm well, very well aware of that.
2: While we're down the rabbit hole, get your mining light and your shovel ready because it's about to get a lot creepier. Oh, great.
1: <laughs> great. Nice yeah.
0: great. Well, oh, oh, man. I love that, Adam. Thank you so much. So, All right. Well, let's dig. We'll put the canary in. Uh, All right. He looks good. So let's go.
2: (laughs) All right. So, uh, it's just to, I guess, reiterate on the last ending of that first experience. I had went home, freaked out to my fiance, you know, showed her exactly where I felt these things. And of course looked out like I was crazy. Um, she had left me five days later, the day after Christmas. so I was basically homeless uh I was able to kind of crash on my sister's couch and you know couch hop a little bit uh so homeless no job no fiance lost at everything um you know ground zero they they say you can you know it's the best place to build yourself back up but uh in 2012 I was naive it was two years after I graduated high school you know I'm 19, 20. so now I finally have an idea of my age uh (laughs) You know, just sitting on my, crash on my sister's couch, eating ramen, you know, trying to think of what to do with my life. You know, what to, like, this, I wouldn't even think about the the experience that had just happened. I'm so heartbroken over, you know, the losing, you know, her kicking me out, like, that kind of stuff, because I wasn't pulling my weight. Now I'm losing it, you know, that kind of thing. So I find, I go and put in applications at a, at uh, at jobs, and I'm still riding bikes with my buddy, trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, we take our bikes to the same overpass in, in Seminole, Florida, um, right on Seminole Boulevard. You can, you know, everyone could look it up uh, if, if they want to, <laughs> uh, where the Pinellas County Trail meets the uh, Seminole Boulevard. It's uh, nothing out of the ordinary. It was, it was another average normal day. So we rode until about sunset, you know, keep kept continuing down Pinellas County Trail, heading towards Tyrone area and Tyrone Mall. And uh, like kind of like Bay Pines, we get to the overpass at the intersection of Park Street and Bay Pines Tyrone area, mm-hmm. and so we're sitting up there on this bike overpass, just looking at traffic, and you know it's getting, it's getting to be obviously twilight time. That sun's you know already peaked down, still a little auburn out, and it hits me. I feel it crawling around where like my belly button is
1: Aww. something
2: and it, it's it was it, I was screaming screaming those, like as loud as I could it was the one time my buddy didn't bring his pocket knife with me with him or else I would have cut it out myself Ugh. I was so terrified that it was it, pardon my Australian but he was going down for my dick you know it was <laughs> it was going down there and I was freaking out I mean this that's that's the bread and butter. I, you know, I, I, I can't lose that. So it was, it was grabbing it, forcing everything in my stomach to try to push this thing back up. I could feel it crawling in and out of my rib cage. Eventually, I finally catch it in, in the grip of my index finger and my thumb and I pinch as hard as I can. And whether or not I was hope I was really hoping to just rip through my skin to just rip this thing out like and just the pain of just forcing the adrenaline's pumping. I, I wanted this thing out. He's freaking out. There was, I guess, a pedestrian or someone driving by that had heard me screaming and called 911. She had parked her little car thing off the side and ran up the this little stairwell that gets you to the overpass area where the you know the crosswalk is and everything. She comes up freaking out, and I'm just sitting there like, like oh my God, I'm shaking. I'm still shaking now, just thinking about it. And she's asking if everything's okay. She's telling us she called the ambulance. I'm, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to go to a mental institution. She's not going to understand this. They're not going to get it. Like, how am I going to like, everything is just flooding in my head. It was just instant fear of, you know, you're going to get locked away. You're, you know, you're, you're homeless. They, they don't know this. They, you know, they're going to see this as you're crazy, you know? Uh, so I fled, I I ran. Uh, well, not ran, but on my bike, <laughs> me and him booked it before the ambulance showed up. Never seen this girl before in my life. So I had this, these bruises and everything where I was trying to pinch this out. And, and, uh, it's crazy. Cause I still feel it. Like I, it's still sore. For some reason, even a decade later, I can still feel exactly where the one piece is because the other piece it broke is it, the other broken off piece is kind of under the rib cage a little bit. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's not solid. It, it's, it's biological. So the way it blends in with my skin is it, it's like, it, it's part of my anatomy, you know? Um, but it's not, <laughs> it's really not. Oh, wow. uh, I don't know if the nightmares stemmed from it, if there's something, if it was some sort of like, I don't wanna say tracking device, but I, I've always wondered, was it there to help me or hurt me? Um, and now I, I, looking back, it's like, man, I've dodged so many times I could have died. Like I was told I had pancreatitis, you know, pre-diabetes, all this other weird stuff, which falls into this the rest of this second experience. I was applying to jobs around that time. You know, it was, it was shortly after she had left me. This girl, the parasite, trying to get it out of my rib cage. I uh, I applied at a most Southwest Grill, just as you know, line cook or whatever, is trying to make some money. And uh, I go in, and and it's the same girl that called the ambulance out of all the play, it's just another coincidence i'm like okay and she's pale white she is she like she saw a dead person or something she's and and i didn't really figure out that because i was like man she looks really familiar you know this is only like a week after a week or two after this has happened yeah. so she's like nothing really happened there but, but like right off the wrap but I, I started working there and then she finally confronted me like were you on the overpass and da da da? And I like, yeah, you know, she was like, "I'm the one who called the ambulance." You know, I'm like, "Oh my God, you actually were there for that experience. You were witness to this. You know, this is this is. It's got even realer now. Like it wasn't just a, a random stranger. You know, now I'm able to ask her questions and because I'm I was panicking and, you know, what did I say that this and that? You know, and she concrete of the, the situation you know she was like you did this you were reaching for this like you were grabbing that saying something was, was, was squirming around in your stomach and, and I was like okay so I wasn't just you know a delusion or anything like that I mean I already had my friend there and it was just more I guess reassurance that this had really happened and she actually did call the ambulance they showed up she told me what happened afterwards she told him she explained what had happened so I'm single. There's a girl who just happened to be there. <laughs> Coincidentally, we start dating. Wow. I don't want to talk anything bad about her. She 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 had you know a lot going on with her life. She had recently just become homeless as well. So it was weird. We get and 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 we we, you know, we're, we're still homeless, sleeping out of her car and trying to make up some money at Moe's to, to get a little apartment together and all that. <clears throat> and in the process, I think it was about a month, you know, of just couch hopping for my sisters with her and her finding other places to stay. And we get in three car accidents. Whoa. I've never been in, I've barely been in one in my life. I've been in three in a span of, of of 30 days, a little over 30 days that we were together. The third one, I mean, the first two little fender-bender action, you know, don't call the insurance, we don't have it, that kind of thing. It's Florida, that happens all the time. The third one. We're on our way to work uh we had left my sister's apartment and we're driving down east bay heading westbound and someone just pulls out right in front of us and we t-bone them i wasn't driving i was the passenger we're in a little honda one that has the automatic seat belts oh. so I, I relied only on the automatic seat belt i didn't put my lap belt on oh. so we're going about 40 miles an hour we t-bone uh, what I remember as a lady at that point, cause I was, I was like, Oh shit, you know, like slow down. I put my legs up, of course, a instant reaction. I have no lap belt on. So my, my knees hit my chest, mm. uh, in the collision, I saw white, I went completely white, like everything instead of like people say they black out this is more white i remember coming to seeing some guy right on the like the median freaking out like oh my god i just saw that that was crazy you know it was so i remember little bits and pieces getting out we t-boned a nun oh wow what? yes a nun um who i like, finally got her out of the car she was uninjured thankfully even though we t-boned the driver's side you mm-hmm. know I am I'm still in pain. I had trauma to my pancreas. I didn't go to the hospital because you get, you're allowed like two weeks before you can claim, you know, whatever. So I was trying to really like push it off and I hate hospitals. They, they've never been fun. Um, so I, I always usually try to avoid them and, but I had to go, like I couldn't put my arms over my head. I, I was, um, I had black stool. I, I I was, so it was like, I got to go to the hospital. Something internal is damaged that brings up the x-rays
1: yeah
2: so i was they said that trauma to the pancreas which is in a different spot of where this is you know where i broke the parasite i get the x-rays back and i find it i see it in two pieces right where i broke it and there's two shadowy just formulations of, but it would look like if you took a leech and pinched it so hard it snapped in half. That's the best way I could explain it, too. Is when I think of parasite, I think of the leech, like it's just something that latches in. I mean, even though parasites take control, but it, it was the best way I can really describe how it felt when it traveled in and out of my fucking rib cage. Like it was just, it felt like a tiny worm, like a, a slug. And so that's where the x rays came in. And that just validated more of, of that this is real. You know, this, wow, it's right there. Me and her wound up not working out. Obviously, with three car accidents with one girl, you're kind of like, all right, God, you're telling me something, you know, like.
0: (laughs) I get the message. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, You know, even though I'm not really heavenly, you know, biblical or anything like that, it's it's a good guideline, you know. And I'm sure we all have an overseer. So that led to the x-rays. And it also led to (laughs) me meeting someone in the radiology team uh who had who had now i i am engaged too we have two kids together the third one on the way and um thanks just another coincidence though like she told me in the radiology team they said they've never seen anything like that before in the human anatomy you know uh, that that was another more reassurance of like cool so i have a foreign object now and so i start researching you know how to get these removed apparently there was a doctor who did remove these kind of foreign alien objects out of people's uh anatomy and i guess he's he's currently deceased now so yeah. it's like he's there the it goes of,
0: with, uh Derek Sims who's uh, or Daryl Sims he's the guy with the cowboy hat you always see mm-hmm. on some of the UFO documentaries he had a device taken out of his arm that was <clears throat> crazy
2: so. yeah I'm, I'm hoping one day i can i can either a work up the courage or get some sort of re-x-ray done or ultrasound to get some more visual idea i'm actually thinking because we have an ultrasound thing coming up for the baby on the way oh it's uh, kind of <laughs> grabbing it over there and just you know <laughs> uh, was... me up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't know if the ultrasound radiation or whatever that is will affect it uh, you know it's which yeah. It's just, it's wild. Surviving the car accident was one thing. Surviving the pancreatitis when the doctor said I was going to be dead if I keep doing this, if I keep eating, you know, red meat, you know, I walked out of the hospital. Like I walked out of the ER once he told me that, and I never really went back for this uh, for, for any of that car accident related stuff. Um, you know, I, I found I had a new girlfriend, you know, we were still working things out. We had gotten an apartment together and that's when more things started getting weird. Uh, shoes were around the house in different places when we woke up. I mean, our, we were living in a tiny ap- apartment complex, um, right off of Walsingham and in, in, in Largo or Seminole area, and more experiences kept happening. Um, aside from the the shoes being moved around the house being one particular thing, I don't know if there's something's messing with us, whether it be a supernatural ghosts or if this is still connected to my experience uh until the night she told me she had a nightmare that she got pulled into the sky so hard that it broke her spine and she felt like if she got pulled up so bad that she 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 knew what she was feeling and she woke up out of it and you know we she explained it and I was like that's crazy you know i kind of had a similar experience of a nightmare with eight shadowy figures around the room but i was in sleep paralysis kind of format so we both are sharing these these experiences, and this is right before you know she, she gets pregnant and before my dad passes, and uh, my dad you know obviously passed a month before my first child was born, and my son was born being born on my dad's birthday, a month later, more reassurance going into what my father said.
1: Your son was born on your dad's birthday.
2: That's correct. Yeah, he said that earlier. You know, those mm-hmm. perfect I,
1: passing
0: of the torch here. I know yeah. yeah. there's just the there soul
1: So much for me. To-
2: I know it's it's. I feel like I'm gonna have
1: to listen to this episode about ten times to absorb everything that's happening.
2: Like the best title for this episode is "Coincidence or Universal Synchronicity." (laughs) Like, because this is it all stems from. Did this really happen? Is that is that the the way it's laid out? My dad telling me about the purple lights that used to visit him when he was a kid. His father being in the Air Force you know, just other little elements that I'm, you know, figuring out, you it's know, going
0: down the trail, it's following yeah. the family, you know, you I know. never
2: met my grandparents. I know my dad witnesses his mom die in a car accident. And, you know, it's, it's a trail of, of trauma, I guess, that's kind of like went down the hereditary way too. Um But with with him passing, that was, that was That was so crazy because it was right after that one experience with, you know, the uh, with her having getting pulled into the sky. And that's when I was able to talk to my dad. He had had died from cancer. Well, I guess he had died from the cancer. He died from the hospital. um, An infection in his kidneys due to his catheter. Uh, Oh, wow. Like I said, I don't like hospitals. (laughs) So and of course, my son was born in the same hospital my dad died in a floor above him. So it was really tough, like going back to the same hospital to see my son get born and walk through the same halls it's just it's eerie even thinking about it but <sighs> after the purple lights that was that was when I was like and he because he told me he's like I believe you you know I and that was all the assurance I needed you know it was him it and his, and his last different. yeah it was like holy shit you know, that's all, I don't, I don't even know that like, I could die happy. That's just like, cool. My dad knows and he like he he might not even believe all of what happened. It was just the fact that he gave me that. I believe you. And that was, that was that golden ticket of me, like, you know what, then I need to tell this, you know, that yes. I need to get this out and not worry about the ridicule. Um, I've always worried about it affecting my family in any way, of course. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how to really balance the to be like uh this is this is real this is very real. Yeah. But you know, but it's still up for your interpretation. You know, it's 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 I can give you all of what happened and you know, that's that's it. I don't have all of the knowledge. I don't have my the main truth of what really happened. This is just this is just my puzzle and I'm trying to piece it together, you know. Okay. And that's, that's what this is all about is,
0: you know, this is things we don't understand yet. This is um, yeah. stuff we hope someday we do. And um, I think definitely, you know, you've got a
2: lot to unpack here, you mm. know, and, um, I'm looking into regression therapy uh, oh, uh, to good. see if I can dig a little deeper into my subconscious and, and figure out if there was anything that was trapped there. Um, I That's a scary, that's just a scary phrase to even say, to be honest. <laughs> Cause I, I am absolutely terrified of what I'm going to find, you know, or what is going to come to light in, in that aspect. I've heard, you know, the hypnosis and bringing up, you know, suppressed dreams or experiences and see where I can get that time back yeah. of, of what happened because, because I have very vivid dreams. I have vivid dreams of them being this up close to me to where I could see the texture on their foreheads. I see it. It's like it's like if you were looking at the moon through binoculars. That's how the texture of the, of their face was, and their eyes were so sunken in that it, it was it was it was a vast void. Like it, like there was no there was no shine of a of an eyelid or anything like that. It was deep, but it, it seemed like that 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 wasn't it. That was like that like it was wearing some sort of bio suit that like to look like that. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it was. I, I mean I'm really jumping into this because I didn't really walk into it I'm sorry it was one let's of those Feet first, Feet first. Yeah, it was, it, it was right. one of those nightmares where I was in that in the same apartment and I, to touch back on hers of getting pulled up into the sky that same morning before she went into the shower I had noticed she had a mark on her uh, on her butt cheek so I kind of looked over to it and yeah, let us see if I can draw it really quick. Three dots. Yeah. Sorry, three dots wow. that formed a triangle, like kind of like a the predator's little three vision laser thing. Yep. I'd say that. But it was, the... she said oh, yeah. there was no pain. There wasn't. It, it was perfect circles. Like it burnt the very first layer of her skin, you know. But it wasn't to where she had felt it or anything like that. But I was like, those, you know, they're not indentions to where she sat on anything because she's fresh out of bed. You know, she still has the little creases in her body. You know, the, yeah. the little sleepy face when you sleep on your blankets or whatever. So I was like, okay, so it wasn't that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? At the same time, she had this dream getting pulled into the sky almost days later after I had my experience, you know, with the, the figures in the room, the stuff moving around the house. It was just everything. And then this, like getting marked. While she's pregnant, scary stuff. Yeah. Scary stuff for being a, for, for, for a soon-to-be parent. I was, And you can't really explain this to her because she's pregnant. No. I don't want to yeah, add any yeah, stress to her. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, uh man I don't know what to do so I just kind of we, we shrugged it off you know it was like well uh we'll see what happens you know we we'll keep locking our doors I guess but that's when she started getting really scared and then the more I dug into it the more I started to realize that it was consuming me and I wasn't focused on being a dad so that's that's slowly when I when I started to to bury it and now my son is nine years old he's showed really crazy signs of intelligence he's uh in the gifted program he builds programs and roadblocks and levels and i mean i don't know if that's what kids are supposed to do these days but that's awesome you know his, programming he's straight a student so I, I can't be i can't complain you know it's 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 crazy how everything happens i i feel like through this experience something has been always kind of lurking over my shoulder whether it be a good or bad thing it's kept me alive so i don't know If even on even to where I'm like shit, I should have died. Like, you know, not only just that moment, but you know, especially the three suicide attempts. Like that was that was when I was like, okay, for a second, I'm sorry, I don't I don't mean to say the S word. I don't know if we're allowed to on here or not. I I, I apologize. I know that gets really real, uh, but that that is very real. Like I I struggled. I was, you know, just like anybody else. Yeah,
0: there's no judgment here. That that sounds like you've been through hell and back, literally. And uh, and the fact that you've built yourself up is just so impressive. Thank you. Uh to me. I can only imagine I, I just I wanna chime in one quick little synchronicity there. Two thousand twelve Park Boulevard or Park Street and mm-hmm. Tyrone. Uh I ran the GameStop right there at that no time. Way. That was when I was the
2: I know exactly. What I'm pretty sure we were going there, honestly. It was, it was probably Walmart I probably, area. I like...
0: probably uh, helped you pre-order games. Yeah, uh,
2: I mean, like, well, we never made it because <laughs> the, yeah. the, the parasite happened. So that I, yeah. I can't remember what our real intention was because it was sunset. We couldn't take pictures of the chemtrails at that moment. Yeah. You know, we were sky hunters. We were trying to just take pictures of anomalies. And then well, I guess maybe that was what was our plan out there. Was- yeah. Or maybe his intention. Um, I don't know if he took leave. That area that.
0: was where you know the fighters and stuff from McDill would fly over mm-hmm. to head out to the Gulf. Uh, usually, when they were on their way to Eglin up in um uh, Pensacola and stuff like that, they would fly right over that area so they could go out and then they could break the sound barrier once they got off off the yeah. Gulf Coast and stuff. Um, we, we always
2: hear those booms, like even yeah. the echoing off.
0: It's a crazy place. Uh, Tampa St. Pete uh, is known as the Tampa Triangle because it Mm -hmm. has so much weird phenomena. Uh, Again, native burial grounds were destroyed, paved over that whole area right there. That Park Boulevard area, there's the mound just a little bit further down. Sacred Lands uh, is right there. But that's also where Nevarez came in and wiped Mm out, you know, all the people. And
2: and I left this information out. My dad is also Blackfoot Indian.
0: Oh, wow. So you've got that
2: I have part of that in me. My mom's Italian or whatever she is. It's weird because I was the only dark skin, tan skin, like, in my family. My, my sister is blonde. My, my brother's blonde, blue-eyed. Like, I was, I was the black sheep, <laughs> you know? And it's crazy because my brother never had experiences like this until and he lives out in Colorado, oh well there you go coincidentally enough now he's starting to experience some things that's some people he may have just blocked it out
0: he may have had experiences and forgot about and like you said you didn't realize this when you were a kid but now you're Mm -hmm.
2: looking back and you start going oh wait some other things happened yeah my veil was torn a lot earlier than his was like i was able to see beyond the curtain i guess in 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 an analogy to better put it you know kind of see through the bullshit of society's blindfold so um he did he finally caught on as he grew up you know he's he's only like 2 years older than me but he was always like the the you know the mm. older brother brother set an example i'm going to pre- protect my younger brother by kind of being and you know yeah mean in a in a way you know it was it was he would he would do it that way and it wasn't until it wasn't until our dad passed that he was finally opening up to things and he had done his experiments i guess out there he has his own experiences, so like with ayahuasca and, and different hallucinogens and things like that, to kind of to talk to dad. You know, I guess the best way to put it. I don't. I don't want to say that him listen to this and him be like, "Damn it, Adam," or you know, dad. something like that. Yeah. No but, judgments. Uh, no You judgment. know, yeah. Like we, we, we did. We all did what we could to really get our closure because I, I could not grieve. I was about to be a dad, so I, I had to stay strong for her. So my grieving process was push down and it wasn't until years later that i had my my meltdown my you know good cry as they cut like like to call it um and it still hits every once in a while i mean you never really you never really get over losing your parents it's it's more or less uh you get numb to it you know yeah. and as being a dad myself i, I you know I, it's just like man i i gotta stick around you know i had my kids young whereas my dad was older um i want i wanted to i want to grow up uh, grow up with them and not grow old
0: now, with all this said, we, I'm sure we could keep going, yeah, yeah. discussing many more things. But um, now one of the things I thought was fascinating is, like I said, you felt like you couldn't just come out and talk about this stuff because mm-hmm. people look at you funny. You know, you go to the family reunions and they go, mm, oh, there's crazy Uncle Joe. I get, well, there's creepy Mark, uh, mm-hmm. our eerie our Florida Mark over there. You came up with a very cool way to discuss this stuff and uh, to get it out there you've got a
2: band. Yeah.
0: So let's, let's talk about just a little bit of that okay. uh,
2: before we wrap up. The band started a couple years after around 2014, 2015, uh, met up with a group of uh, ex started with a drummer that I've known since he was in diapers. Uh, we grew up hunting together, which there's other experiences I can go into with the hunting stuff. Cause you know, That's for, for another episode. If you guys still want, we'll see you. We're definitely having your back. Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
2: But, uh, yeah, the band, it was, it wasn't even really, I kind of tiptoed into like getting into the alien thing and, and sharing my experience because I didn't want to shoo them away, you know, or scare them away. They were fresh out of high school, um, a little bit younger. So they had bright minds ready to rock, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I saw potential in them. I was a lot older, you know, I've been in and out of bands as well. So I took, you know, kind of a leadership role with them and got them going with with their project. And uh just writing some, I wouldn't say generic, but it was just some, some mediocre stuff, you know, rise and fall, at least that kind of thing. And then just to get them an idea that I could do this stuff with them. And then I dove deep hard into the aliens. And I was like, listen, I showed them my video, I showed them the experience, like they, they completely supported this. And I, I explained to them, I was like, this is the only way I'm going to be able to tell my story now As if I do this, I can tell it right to people's faces and they won't blink an eye because they think it's theatrical. So <laughs> it's like, okay. And that's, that, that was to, to alleviate the pressure and the weight for me. That was my outlet to, to get my story out, regardless if anyone even read between the lines or read in the lyrics know uh the one song in specific was on the first ep called shadows it's almost word for word you know the 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 crows are swarming above my head the parasites digging inside of my chest like it it was point i i put it right out in plain sight you know and it it was funny because when we started portraying ourselves more alien and you know it it became you know talk to me about your experiences after the show or if you want to know more meet me after the show people started coming and following up. I want to tell you about the experience I had at Moon Lake, you know, or, or uh, you know, down in Venice or in Perry, you know, I saw the swamp thing, you know, this little, little stories. I'm like, okay, and I'm starting to see this community built, you know, and we're not really too much of a, of, of, an out there in public band anymore because we all had our own lives. I mean, I had to at kids. We're still online uh, posting, you know, new songs and, you know, always adapting and, and evolving. We just re- recently released Tombstone about a month or so ago. I don't know. It was Christmas. I think it was. Yeah. That had great response so far. Uh, it was more or less in that song, kind of touching on the nose and breaking the fourth wall of, Basically yelling right to our fans, like they're here, you know, it's in plain sight, Congress is discussing it. There's there's a lot of things that are that are going on. In a time like this, in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. Mortal Kombat 2 said it best. There's no knowledge that is not power. So
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, right back to GameStop. I knew <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, wait. I have a question, though, because let's talk about the Congress, because we're going to have to jump in a minute. This is running over, which is okay, great. I apologize. We're not on the time limit. We just, yeah. some, some of the um, networks
2: don't like that. It's part one of the saga.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> part one. exactly. So, my question for you is what was it like? Two questions, actually. I have two. Okay. First one is what was it like? As, did you watch the congressional hearings?
2: I had it on C SPAN. Yeah, I literally, instead of watching it on YouTube where I think it can get filtered or anything exactly. like that. I mean, of course, the TV is is going to filter some stuff out. Everything says it's live, but it's, you know, a three-minute delay or whatever the case. Just one example. But, yeah, I literally watched the entire, like, three-hour. I try to get as many clips. even And, sadly, TikTok's become a resource. It even is what it is. I, I take everything at face value. I believe, you know, half of what I see and none of what I hear really uh and that's always really stuck out to me I forget who quoted that but I I tried to watch it and it's just like man I see a lot of puppets I see I see a lot of shoulder shrugs and eyes widening and like hmm and that's what it's supposed to be it's smoke and mirrors you know uh, it's it's a lot of this going on make people think that disclosure is really happening while we have proxy wars and all those other things going on. It, it's just I don't want to dive too deep in that because Spoken Mirrors is really, really popular right now when it comes to the media, whether it be fake news, AI generated conversations that never happened. We're falling into this, into this next phase, in my opinion, of nothing's going to be real anymore With with the whole AI reface app stuff. I feel like that's going to be utilized in an aspect to kind of manipulate more of the media or more of the more society to kind of, you know, it's, there's there's so many pieces to this puzzle but it all leads back to aliens it, it's weird how every time i've tried to figure this, something out or go down the iceberg and it all shrinks down to the anunnaki and these reptilians and the troconian race and you know uh the masons and it's, it's just crazy there's, there's it's, so it's much crazy how it
0: it is a kind <laughs> yeah. of a reverse pyramid and you're just mm-hmm. like wait a minute this it all filters to uh, some books that got edited out of the Bible. Come on. right.
2: Me. And yeah, you, yeah, you got the book of Enoch that, you know, a lot of people don't even really know about, you know, yeah, it's a lot like, people okay. Know the Apocrypha
0: and stuff like that. That's something for another day. Absolutely. We'll, absolutely. We'll do our
2: deep dives into that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just shining I a little guess. bit of my historical knowledge. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to
0: chat, Adam. We're going to be, we'll, we'll be doing some chats. Sounds good. March. Okay. Right.
1: So my other final question, and then we can do shameless self-promotion is this. <laughs> And I don't want to open Pandora's box, so this question might lead to us going, we're going to have a part two with Adam very soon. Have you had anyone talk to you outside of your friend that is, and these people right in your hemisphere that have had the same situation occur?
2: Absolutely. Especially, okay. this, uh, um, specifically the parasites under the skin and the crows. Like those, those two, they were like, oh my gosh, I saw something like this happen, and I felt something in my skin as well. And that was just a YouTube thread comment. I I believe it was either on Disclose TV's one, because he had two profiles, uh, so he had to repost one. So the original, all those comments, I think, got lost. And that was when people were kind of explaining the story. It was a lot less of the, oh, that guy's a crackhead, you know, the bloods, Florida, Florida man, that again, you know, and, and then it was more of like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. You know, I, I was there when this happened. I saw the crows, you know, I which is, just relates more to that reassurance. But to circle back to your, to your question that, that I, not to me personally, but I've seen it to where they've posted about it or I've come across similar stuff and, and either like it's hard to really believe much of Reddit but you know I've, I've done my digging you know just in Google and I've reached out to multiple people I, even Giorgio Sucalis. like I, I was I was hey. stretching I, I'm just like please oh, listen to this hopefully this will help you know just any anyone I could really kind of get it to at one point uh and th- that was years ago when I tried that I got of course a lot of no responses and things you know. Yeah. So this is this is just hoping hoping that someone else that listens to this comes forward. And... I'm sure
0: they will. I I can guarantee it. And then, like I said, we've we've got friends. We'll get we'll get you out there. We'll 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 get it spread.
2: Now, if uh, I yeah. start seeing more and more Bright House or Spectrum vans pull up, because I know they're never. <laughs> you know that was happening to me around that time is is there, you'll never see two spectrum vans at once no but when they're together no. one of them's a surveillance van. you know it, it was little things i was starting to learn of you know just i don't know kind of creeping into the men in black watch, kind of watch kind for of thing.
0: new wi-fi hotspots that pop up absolutely you. that's always the fun things well adam thank you so much for sharing and we have thank so much more to go we will definitely have you back very soon it was very uh, fun good. i I, appre- People- I appreciated the anxiety <laughs> We'll give a few weeks to let people catch up and respond. And then maybe we'll, we'll bring you back in a month or so. And and we'll do part two. So uh, but, uh, again, thank you so much. What an amazing story. And you are an amazing man for going through all this and coming out on the other side. Thank you and so much. That's, that's incredible. That. So let's talk a little bit, you know, save yourself promotion Let's, if somebody wants to you know, follow you or, you know, cyber stalk you, we don't want that, but you know, <laughs> not um, again, at least <laughs> let's say they want to get some of the band songs, man. I want to, I want to hear more of the music. So where, Absolutely. where do they find you? Uh,
2: Well, prepare the grave is available on Spotify, uh, iTunes. We pretty much distribute it through uh distro kids. So you can see that on YouTube pretty much anywhere. You can find it on TikTok, Instagram. We, we pretty much, spread across as many platforms as we could with uh with prepare the grave mainly spotify but as far as music video goes videos go which there's a alien abduction music video uh called for humanity handover which uh was basically the representation of uh the agreement between the treaty of the greys and uh the government you know you can abduct our people but you got to give us fiber optics and it, it just went down that you know right up front we came right out the gate with just like your government's lying to you you know the truth will shatter your faith which it will i mean when this truth comes up that's why it hasn't been disclosed it will literally break religion it will it will crush everything we've ever thought about and it'll shatter our society in a good way like i mean which is kind of the way we're already going i keep ranting i'm sorry Prepare the grave (laughs) so that's yeah prepare the grave um we're we're still trying to put out some more music but like I said it's 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 not a super big priority for all of us but it's more of like a fun thing to do now when when we get the chance I know we do have another conceptual EP uh, theatrical thing coming up where it goes into the five phases of, of contact so you have the song one it's you know the crop circles and stuff like that it's very laid out you know and, that, and now it's you know once I've already told my story it's starting it's it gives me the chance to now tell everyone else's that's so great. I start you know looking up things or I, I've already have tons of different notes from when we had our street team grave crew uh, just people with experiences and that's that's how we engaged with our fans was just tell us what you like you know share a, a funny UFO meme or or anything like that you know it was it was really pop culture driven like for a band, you know, but still being able to just point blank, tell people, Hey man, this is my alien abduction, you know, story.
1: So,
2: Yeah. you, you If you do listen to prepare the grave, definitely look at the lyrics because it is, I mean, of course it's metal. You're going to, it's, I don't know. That's it, not everyone will be a fan of the screaming and everything like that. I do sing in it though. Um, <laughs> I do screaming and singing. So that there's a little bit of pleasantness, but there is, there is uh it's kind of like, uh, what is that guy who does X-Files, not Chris Carter? Is it Chris Carter?
0: Yeah, Chris okay, Carter. Okay, yeah.
2: <laughs> cool. I was thinking Dick Wolf for Law and Order. don't but... know. Uh, no. uh, that's Chris Carter. <laughs> yeah, that, was, how, he, that... how he subliminally like puts in accurate episodes, but then he'll throw in like some weird like goofy one just to kind of throw off his main plot that he's hiding in his timeline. I always thought X-Files had that hidden...
0: They did that know... really well.
2: So. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you because know, he was getting way too close to the truth so they would you know, let them know, like, (laughs) you just sold your role, buddy. I haven't, I haven't had that yet, thankfully. Oh, Um, good,
0: good. Well, who knows what might happen after this, so, but, uh,
2: all right, so we will, (laughs) Bo will get all your
0: information, and she'll put all those in our show notes, so that'll be fantastic, and we will have you back very soon, and um, Erica, anything you want to say before I wrap it up?
1: nope I am broken for today thank you Mark thank you Adam I appreciate it I'm gonna go re-listen to this episode like 10 times and again not sleep for a very long time so that that's that for me (laughs) I'm Um, sorry (laughs)
0: uh, no it's all good man that's in that area I just love that it was our old neighborhood too so that was uh our old stomping grounds so, so but you guys, uh, you
2: guys know exactly the locations i'm talking about too 100 100 oh, awesome. so. i
0: ran a haunted house in st pete for 30 years and nice. you know i knew all that stuff so all i've right. probably
2: been through that too i mean
0: you, <laughs> you might have been Helping <laughs> cemetery <laughs> that was me yeah. So, but that's uh, awesome anyway gang uh thank you all so much for listening and with this is just the first taste of uh adam's adventures here we will definitely be speaking back with him again uh, for yes. those of you who thank you, you know, travelers yes thank you travelers <laughs> hopefully you like share subscribe spread the word if you have had a similar experience or want to you know reach out to me or reach out to us so we can get it to adam we are happy to do that if you want to reach out to adam himself you know look for his band and um you know i'm sure he'd love to hear what you've got to say but also filter it through us we're happy to talk to you if you want to come on and discuss your experience hereetravels.com there's a contact us page go straight to us and we'd love to hear your stories uh, as for that, our Patreons also uh, talk about experiences on our uh, our Discord, so we love that, and you know that's immediate satisfaction there. So please go there and subscribe. Also, paranormalitymagazine.com. If you go to paranormalitymag.com and uh, go vote for us for one of the top ten podcasts, we'd love to be we love to be up on that top ten. And if you order any magazines from there, use the code travels get yourself ten percent off. Uh, we appreciate it and let them know that you're listening to us. Please support our sponsors as always. And gang, with that said, I'm just gonna say when you're traveling the roads of uh, Tampa Bay and you see some crows doing some things that they probably shouldn't be, it's not an Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's something that you are experiencing. So get your phone out and do your best and do what you can. And then if worst case scenario, you feel something inside and you need to get it out of there, The Taco Bell is right at the corner of Tyrone, (laughs) and we will see you on the other side.